This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 12 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Now listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be Financially Tuned. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Mike Mansfield, always here with me, my good friend, my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us. We've got a lot to talk about today, but Tony, we can never get started without the How's Tony Doing Today? <laughs> the old How's Tony Doing right. segment of the show. start with that. It's the, the most important thing, perhaps. Yeah. When we start the show, we like to find out how we're doing, uh, let the listeners know how we're doing. I'm great. Uh, they really don't care about me, though. I'm just the sidekick. Oh, kick. boo. I'm along for the ride. Uh, the man with the plan is Mike Mansfield, and uh, Mike... What's important here is how are you doing? How's oh. everything at the Lynn Group? How are you and your family doing? Life is good. You know what? We're finally past that crazy influenza bug thing that went around. I mean, we were, I felt like everybody was sick for weeks. It was crazy. But we're finally past that. We've got sunny skies. It's a, a beautiful world here in Ventura. There is just nothing to complain about. Wow. Well, that sounds great. I I like it when there's nothing to complain about. Life is good. But you know what? Everything's good, but is it perfect? (laughs) I think you're trying to trying to lead into maybe what today's topic is. (laughs) I was I'm leading us a bit in that direction. What is today's topic, Mike? Well, I don't know if there's a few words that sum it up, but it's certainly an idea. So one of the things that everybody needs to be aware of when it comes to Gosh, perhaps a lot of things in life, but certainly the focus of retirement planning, uh, financial planning, investment advice, all of this stuff is there is no perfect answer. There is no perfect product. There is no perfect investment. The problem is, is perhaps these things are discussed, solicited, used imperfectly, where all we do is focus on the highlight reel of an investment. Hey, buy this thing because of all the awesome things it does right here without really focusing on the, oh, by the way, these other things come with it, you know? Uh-huh. You know, if you said, hey, here's a nice car to drive, you should buy it and go on a vacation, but it's got a boot on the tire because no one paid the tickets. Yeah, it's a little bit, oh. of, a, little bit of a hindrance, right? It might slow the car down a bit. But those are the things that we have to be aware of. And the reason, Tony, as you and I were talking about before we started recording today, is the other day I heard an insurance agent talking. Uh oh. And that, you know, not allowed to talk. So there's the first problem, right? <laughs> the, uh, so I hear an insurance agent talking, and they're talking about the benefits of tax deferral, which are interesting. It's certainly something to talk about. And what they were saying was, hey, man, look, if you came into some after tax money, money you'd already paid tax on, you know, non qualified money, brokerage account money, money sitting in cash in the bank and you put it in a CD, you put it in a brokerage investment account, bought some stocks, or you put it into an annuity. Did you know 
that that CD and that brokerage account with your stocks are going to send you a 1099 every year, whereas the money inside the annuity won't. In fact, it gets tax deferral. It gets compounding interest potentially, and you don't get 1099 on the money till the money comes out. And you know what? That's more or less accurate, but it's pretty darn true. I mean, the reality is, is there's some subtle thoughts there. One is, well, a CD, in fact, does send you a 1099 every year for the interest that you earned, and then you're taxed at interest rates, or excuse me, tax rates based on, you know, some type of dividends of what you've collected in interest. The brokerage account, however, it might or might not send you a 1099. Remember, if you're not selling, if you buy a stock that doesn't pay a dividend and you don't sell it in the course of the year, you're certainly not getting a 1099 for that. So even if I have a stock, like let's just pick a company at random, where not to be. Let's say Company X. I, I won't mention one. So uh, let's right. say I have a stock in this big company that's really popular, and it's Company X. And wow, it just uh, in the last year it rose twenty percent. Uh, and I'm going to leave my money there. I'm going to let it ride. But my my stocks in that company went up twenty percent. Mm-hmm. At the end of that tax year, am I going to get a tending ten ninety nine for the interest that I earned? Tony, you are not. Well, I mean. The gains that you made that 20% are not taxable until you sell that stock. So if you ah. kept it for five years, you're not paying any tax on the thing. And so I'm so not getting you, a 1099 on that stock every single year. The only way that you would get a 1099 is if that stock paid a dividend. And you could ah. get a 1099 based on the dividend interest you collected. But, but until a, I collect the money and personally get a check, if it's still in that in that stock, then no, there's no... Yeah, yeah, until you sell it for that taxable gain, there's no taxable event to be recorded. So, you know, there's no guarantee that they're going to send that to you. But what's interesting is how is the money taxed when it comes out? Everybody's heard of ordinary income taxes. You go to work, you get a paycheck, you have to pay your ordinary tax brackets, whatever tax bracket you're in with the feds, with the state, all that stuff. But Tony, you keep that stock for a while and you eventually sell it. Do you know what kind of tax liability you have? Wouldn't it just be at the current uh, rate I'm at? No, it'd it'd be at capital gains rates, which are Ah, different. Those are investment rates. That's right. And for most people, those are generally a lot less than what they're paying for their ordinary income taxes. Ah, sure. So so you got capital gains to pay. Now, this is where it gets interesting. And and trust me, look, to all our listeners, I realize this stuff is confusing. There's a lot of moving parts. This is a way more entertaining conversation with a whiteboard. But we just got to follow along, right? We're just, you know, everyone just hold on to the rope in front of you. Because you're drawing the little pictures of people and stuff. I love that. Exactly. Here's the bank and here's the investment account. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, But in any case, so now we now we advance to the, the point of this insurance agents thing was, well, if you put your money into an annuity, you get tax deferral. Number one, that's that's totally true. That's if you have. After tax, non-qualified money, you put into annuity, it's tax deferred until you take the money out. So as a highlight, uh, oh, that sounds really good. That's very straightforward. There's nothing to be expected there. Except the part that got left out. Remember, that money that you put into the annuity, if you hadn't put it in the annuity and you put it in the brokerage account, it would have been taxed at capital gains rates. But when you put it into an annuity and you allow it to be tax deferred, the IRS says, well, you know what? That's pretty cool, man. You're getting this tax deferral. How lucky you are. Oh, by the way, when the money comes out, 
It is no longer those more favorable capital gains rate. It is now taxed at your ordinary income brackets. Mm, not so good. not that that's well, you know, it's a debate, right? It's not good. It's not bad. The point of this is, is it's easy for people to give you the awesome highlight reel of all the perfect reasons to buy something <laughs> without, oh, by the way, it changes things too. And here's all the other things that come along with the investment that you need to be aware of. The other thing that's fascinating about annuity is pretty much every contract is what's called LIFO, last in, first out. That means if you wanted to take money out of it, initially you're taking out all the gains, meaning it's 100% taxable on ordinary income rates. So if you defer a non-qualified annuity for a long period of time and you let it accumulate and grow and you put in 100 grand and now it's worth 150 and you need some money and you're a retiree and you need some money out of it, that first 50,000 that you pull out is 100% taxable to you before you get back to what you invested. That oh. can really wonky up your tax brackets once again if you're on a fixed income and you're a retiree. See, tax liability is huge, people. And how many of your financial advisors, insurance agents, stockbrokers, all these people that love to sell you stuff, how many of them are sitting around talking to you about your tax liability on your investments and what your income might look like net, 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 net of taxes? I was trying to start a song there. Yeah, I didn't know do what a, you were doing, but yeah. Do a, you thought I was, I was, I was kind of stuck. Yeah, I thought it was like the <laughs> CD player skipping. So, so it's interesting, but the, but the point being is, is look, nothing is perfect. Every time something looks awesome, there's probably a reason for it. You know, I mean, the, the most fascinating thing since we're talking about insurance policies today, I had someone come in the other day. And they said, oh, I just, you know, I just bought an annuity recently. I said, oh, that's cool. You know, annuities, lots to talk about there. I, I like annuities, but I like them in certain ways for certain reasons. And they said, well, I got a bonus on it. This bonus is awesome. And I said, that's interesting. Let's look at the bonus. And what happens is, is, you know, oftentimes you'll go sign up with an insurance company and they'll give you, you know, who knows, three, five, 10% bonus on top of your money for just joining the club, a, a handshake. And, you know, what's funny about that is, is a number of things, you know, one being is the way they accumulate. So if you were to take the bonus, normally the way that your money now grows in the annuity is artificially lower than another annuity product that doesn't have a bonus on it. You know, you're like, oh, okay. So you take the very visual money up front to kind of shoot yourself in the foot a little bit in the long haul, just with how your investment's going to grow. Because remember, these are insurance companies, people. They yeah. have actuaries, people that sit around all day long that, that can't have a conversation with a human because they can only talk to numbers and they crunch and they crunch and they crunch and they say, how can we formulate these investments to be reasonable without being too good for them or, or something like that? And so if they offer you a, a bell and a whistle like a bonus, you got to be very conscious about how the investment itself is going to also be growing because I would argue that some of the best accumulating and growing annuities out there don't really have any type of bonus. Mm. So there's a trade-off, right? Yeah. You, know, you got to yep. look at it both ways. You know, you have to really look at what the reality of the situation is. And that's what sets you apart, Mike, from other so-called financial professionals or planners, uh, investment brokers and insurance, uh, you know, people is that you look at all these things and really analyze, okay, how does it really work? Uh, but 
you're not right. saying like I've heard such great things about fixed indexed annuities, and I mm -hmm. know they really work well for a lot of folks. So some annuities are right for some people, and there are a lot of upside. But I think your point is, is even though there might be upside to something, you know, you have to be realistic about what the, you know, uh, okay, I get all this upside. So what's the catch or what's the, you know, that's the payoff. Uh, what's the negative? And there are always negatives to everything. There's negatives to the stock, to real estate investment, any type of place you can put your money. And that's kind of what you're pointing out today, isn't it? Well, you hit the, the point right on the head, Tony, and that is I'm not a salesperson. I'm an educator. I like people to understand how things work. Um, I'm not here to bash products or investments. I have my opinions about things. But to be clear, my mom and my business partner, Deborah Mansfield, who a lot of you know and a lot of our listeners have met before and whatnot, she owns two annuities. So obviously we like annuities. She owns two fixed index annuities actually herself. But what's interesting is, number one, we understand them objectively that we give you all the pieces of the puzzle. Hey, as I was saying earlier, hey, if we're using non-qualified money, which to be fair, I rarely do, and, and that's its own conversation with income planning and tax liability, long-winded conversation right there. But if I was to, or I was to come across that, we have to be aware of all the pieces of the puzzle, you know, if we sign up for it, even though tax deferral is cool and nice and attractive, it changes the way the money is taxed when it comes out. So to be fair to you, the listeners, the retirees, the people that are going to be doing this, it doesn't mean that you say, oh my gosh, well, because of that, I don't want to do it. But at least you understand what the liability looks like. You understand where there could be challenges and you understand how we're going to deal with that. Once again, there is no perfect answer. There is no perfect investment. There is no perfect solution. We just want to be objective and conscious. And like I was saying, I'm not, I'm not a salesperson. I don't like to sell stuff. What I like to do is educate people on how all these things work, show them how they fit into the piece of the puzzle. And if the answer makes sense to you, it makes sense to you. And that's where we leave it. Mm. You know, even the, the ones that my mom owns, Tony, she, you know, it's very specific. We went through a retirement income plan. You know, she's been self-employed her whole life. She doesn't have a pension, you know, so she likes the, the guaranteed income components of, of annuities and whatnot. But what we said was, well, okay, so if we need this much money here to solve with social security and other things that you have going on, and this is where we're at now in life, what do we have to invest now in order to accomplish that goal? We found a very specific solution. What's that? The problem is, well, you know, going just working backwards from what the problem is to what, you know, what we need to do to fix sure. the problem. So to give you a certain amount of money at a certain period of time, those are all doable thoughts. Additionally, you then have to overlay all of the fundamental challenges with the big picture of retirement planning, right? Well, what's your tax liability going to be? See, the reason I don't love, 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 love non-qualified money in an annuity, which, you know, there's technically nothing wrong with that. I like pre-tax money in them, IRA money. And the reason being is, is because if you can overlay income from an annuity at the right time period in an income plan, you can get double duty on your money. You can get the, the cash flow that you desire, the paycheck that you need, but you can also satisfy any kind of IRS mandatory distribution problems. See, if you let someone throw your money in a big giant non-qualified after-tax annuity to get a bunch of income off of later, 
you still need to satisfy all the IRS rules at 70 and a half with all your pre-tax retirement accounts. So if you're not careful, once again, bada bing, bada boom, you can create too much taxation in that time period. So like I said, a lot of moving parts here. This is rather confusing today. But as Tony was saying, and I've been saying, we just want to be careful about the way that we're approaching this stuff. If everything sounds too perfect and too awesome and too magical, it probably is. <laughs> too magical, uh, which ties into our title today, The Illusion <laughs> of Perfection, uh, mm -hmm. because there is no perfect investment and nobody has a crystal ball. Uh, however, there are smart investments, and if you have a plan in place, it really helps, right? And that's what you help right. your clients do? Absolutely. Like, like to me, it's all about identifying what the retirement dilemma looks like. What are the problems that need to be solved? Is it income? Is it taxes? Is it, you know, giving money to the kids? Is it long-term care? You know, there's so many things that are challenges in the long haul of retirement, how do we how do we tackle that? I like it. Well, uh, one way is our listeners can tackle it is by picking up the phone and giving you a call and setting up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. We have to take another quick break, but first, how can our listeners get a hold of you if they have questions? Yeah, Tony, thanks for that. It, uh, feel free to call our office 805-500-7035. You can also visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. And we'll be right back after this. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At the Lynn Group, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at thelindgroup.com or call us at 805-500-7035. That number again is 805-500-7035. And now back to Financially Tuned with Mike Mansfield. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan, as I like to say, is Mike Mansfield of the Lynn Group. And Mike, great show today. We've been talking about the illusion of perfection in mm -hmm. financial vehicles out there. And I think you addressed that very well today. Well, thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. And then I had a question for you earlier. Uh, do you remember <laughs> what that was? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Tony came to me before the show and was like, hey, man. Actually, this was last week and said, hey, man what do I got to do to retire in my fifties? I don't, I don't know how much longer I can talk with you on the radio. It's getting old. <laughs> no, we're going to continue do, doing this show even after we're both retired. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. This would be our, our encore performance, even yeah. though it'll be our, our, it's still going. Oh yeah. I thought, okay, Tony retirement dilemmas. I want to retire in the 50. What are some of the challenges associated with that? Well, you know, it's funny, Tony, cause there's a lot of challenges actually with retiring in your fifties, you know, the most important one is probably the idea of getting bored. 
Wow. Really? What if you get bored, man? You know, sitting on the couch every day, don't know what to do with yourself. Yeah, that's you not know, good. You might get bored. Just you having some active. activity is important. Um, you know, my dad retired and he went back to work part time. And it's not because he needs the money, but he likes the activity. Yeah. You know, he's just out doing something. He works half the day and then, you know, he feels like he got moving and got himself stimulated. And and now he's, you know, then he goes and sits on the couch or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> well, I've always heard that it's important to stay active. So retiring in the 50s can be in your 50s can be tough because of that. Yeah, you uh, need I'll, strong activity. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, there are other issues. I mean, really, I see the trend going the other way. More and more people, maybe they retire early, but they're they're continuing to work. Uh, a lot of people are going back to work after they retire or continue to work later yeah. in life. But if somebody says they want to retire in their 50s, uh, there are issues with, obviously, health care costs and Medicare, stuff like that. And uh, Social Security, none of that will kick in, right? Look at that. You you nailed on your head. You know all the answers yourself. You're right. You're not <laughs> eligible for Medicare. You're not eligible for Social Security. The other challenge that some people have is trying to figure out how to effectively access even your retirement accounts because before you're 59 and a half, there can be penalties ah. if you're not careful and you don't do these weird, obscure IRS code rules to take money out. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And the other thing is just the fundamental challenge for most people of, gosh, how do you how do you have enough money to stretch yourself for the rest of the days without running out? Last week, we were talking about that that retirement, um, you know, the nationally, you know, less than what was it? Forty two percent of Americans have less than ten thousand dollars saved. Yep. There's a Very. retirement crisis shaping up in the United States right now that is only going to get worse over the next 10, 20 years. And that becomes a challenge, too. You would need a massive nest egg, Tony, in order to pull off this goal of retiring next month. Mm. Yeah, I suppose I would. But here's the deal. I thought I could uh, just uh, have you support me. Uh, I thought I'd just get some cash from you. All the royalties from the show. Yeah. What... <laughs> right. Look, yeah. easy answer, man. Powerball ticket, two bucks down at the corner. Oh, that's never the answer. Go grab one of, go grab one of those. <laughs> Remind the listeners that you are being sarcastic. And I am being not, sarcastic. That is not being sarcastic. That is not an effective model. Now, you know what's funny, though? I was watching uh, a show a couple years ago, and, it, and this really stood out to me. And it was something, I can't remember the title of it. It was a, like, how the how lottery changed my life kind of show. You know, all the stuff people bought. And I remembered at the commercial, they had a question. And the question was something like, you know, out of people polled, what percentage of people think that, the lottery is going to pay for their retirement. And they had like four answers. And it was like 2%, 10%, 12%, 40%. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, you see this pop up on the TV, like a lot of, a lot of shows do, you know, at the commercial break to, to suck you, to hold on to the, to come back after the commercials. And I'm sitting there thinking, going, gosh, you know, what percentage of people would really think that? And they come back after the commercial break. And what do you think the answer was, Tony? Uh, I don't know. It was 40% of people polled. <laughs> 40%. Come like, on. I don't know if they're polling people that just hang out at the gas station. Yeah. I, I mean, I, how could that be a real thing? Were they polling at a casino in Vegas or? Right. Was, yeah. I was, I was horrified by that, but you know what? At the quick mart, uh, they for, were down at the them. corner at the Seven yeah. Eleven, taking yeah. the poll, right? <laughs> wow. But, that's but in any crazy. Case, 
you know, we got to kind of bring this all full circle here. We're kind of sure. coming up on the end of the time here. But look, Tony, I don't think you should retire in your 50s because you're not eligible for Medicare and Social Security. Right. I think you need to keep working a little longer. You got college kids. So there you go, man. There's the bad news for you at the moment. Oh, that's not bad news. I, I was fully planning on that. I'm just, <laughs> I was just curious. I know that comes up from time to time. And uh, being in my 50s, I'm like, is anybody retiring in their 50s? So, uh, you know, I do know uh, my brother-in-law works for the government and he's got an amazing pension. Mm-hmm. Uh, with what he's been doing for the government and oh, has been doing it a long time. And he's eligible to retire in his 50s, but they will cover, he gets health, some kind of health care. Well, they have, yeah, they, a lot of those federal employees have like what they call a bridge where they will yeah. basically subsidize you till you get to Social Security. They give you some extra pension essentially yeah. to get you to Social Security. So, you know, unfortunately, you and I don't have those, those, um, those perks. Yeah. So we got to keep going a little longer. Yeah. But look, to all of our listeners, as always, we appreciate all the feedback we get from the show. But remember, there is no perfect investment. There is no perfect answer. There's a thousand different ways to work things in life. But the, the trajectory that I take is really focused on problem solving. I don't want to look at look at a, an emotion and say, Hey, let's use fear. For example, you should be scared of the stock market. Therefore you should buy this type of an investment yeah. or you should be scared of long-term care costs and nursing home costs. Therefore you should buy this from me. We don't want to use emotions to drive what's in your best interest because at least in the financial world, more often than not emotions make us make poor decisions versus effective decisions. We yeah. want to use education. We want to use facts. We want information. We want to be objective with our decision-making process. That is exactly the process that I take. When I formulate a retirement income plan, it is not based on trying to trick you and scare you that, oh, the stock market's bad and fees are bad and everybody's bad and everything, blah, 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 blah. It's really about, look, let's look at your set of circumstances. Let's look at the cards that you have to play. Let's see the tools that you have to use. And let's find an effective way to organize all of this stuff in a manner that allows you to be comfortable for the rest of your life. So what's that phone number our listeners can call then, Mike? Yeah, Tony. So if anybody's interested in really sitting down, complimentary, no cost, to organize the pieces of your puzzle, that retirement income plan, give me a call. 805-500-7035. Anybody that's coming in, I'll also give you a free copy of my new book that I recently released last fall, How Your Financial Planner Failed You, which is a guide very specifically on retirement income planning. I feel it's a lost art. It's something that everybody needs. You need this type of help. If you're going to retire effectively, I'm going to cover all the all the bells and whistles, all the pieces of the puzzle for you. So 805-500-7035. Give me a call. We look forward to uh, seeing you. Looking forward to next Saturday, Tony, where we can do this all over again, my friend. All right. That does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and The Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 